Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Soundcheck Episode 3. It's your boy, Brandon. And it's your boy, Bailey. And we have some more news to start off the week with. Uh, one of the big things was that All That Remains uh, released information on their newest record called Victim of the New Disease. Um, I was never the biggest fan of them, but I might yeah, go neither give, was I. I might go give this new record a listen when it comes out or once details come out about it. Um, I feel like for me, I'd always get them mixed up with Atreyu for some reason. I put oh, really? them in the same boat, and they're not the same band. So no, not at all. Um, so I'll give it a listen, see what it's about. Uh, I, as Bailey said, I don't think he's remotely a big fan either no it's not that i'm not a big fan i just never had the time to really sit down and just check them out i know that they have a pretty good following and that oh, you yeah. know they, yeah. they they aren't a band that's new obviously they're a band that you know does get some hype whenever i hear them be talked about of them having a show around here so i'm looking forward to checking it out also i think it's gonna be good uh, i'm hoping for the best i know that they said that or from what I'm seeing friends post is that like they're a lot heavier now. And I right. would assume that their past record wasn't as heavy. Um, so I'm excited for that. I think that's going to be really good and obviously kind of well in my wheelhouse. So we'll see what happens with that. But uh, the next bit of topic is about Slipknot, a band I'm a little bit more familiar with. Uh, they are going to be working on our next record. Uh, we're going to see how that pans out, but I'm excited. I think they went, they're going to go with the same producer who did Iowa. So yeah. And they're self-titled and they're self-titled. So that should be sick. What do you think about it, Bailey? I love Slipknot. I was a little late on the Slipknot train. Um, I know a lot of people are really hyped for this, especially for the fact that they are working with that same producer, meaning that they're going to get that same sort of heaviness and stuff back. Oh, yeah. Um, I was a big fan of their last record. Um, I know it got a lot of mixed reviews on it. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. Um, but I feel like this could definitely be like an all-around really good record. You know, I love pretty much everything that... Corey Taylor does whether oh, yeah. they both be in Slipknot and in Stone Sour you know he's a very talented musician very talented human being so I feel like no matter what it is I'm gonna end up enjoying it yeah I don't I've never listened to Stone Sour really but I'll probably get into yeah, they, it now. they are def they're very good they're, I, they're lighter they're they're not like as heavy as Slipknot yeah um they're more of like a like a rock you know okay they just got done playing with uh, Ozzy on oh, Ozzy's tight. final tour. Oh, that's cool. Um, everyone knows them for like their most common song, uh, "Through the Glass." Yeah, I've I've actually yeah. never heard any of it. So I think that's the name of the song. Okay, I don't know. I just I just know that the how the song goes, <laughs> but it, yeah, they're they're very good. So you know, I'm I'm excited to see what's new coming from them because he's been touring and doing a lot with Stone Sour. Oh yeah. So yeah. he kind of does like. When he does a lot with one band, then he'll record with the other, and the next thing you know, he'll tour with the other band for like ages, and then while the other band is doing something. So, so that's good. Always keeping busy. Always like hearing stuff from Corey Taylor. I mean, he's he's like one of the legends in the industry. So, right, definitely like that. But the next thing that's on our list is Chunk No Captain Chunk is doing a headliner with Bad Omens, and we were just talking about this before we hopped on. Was that we haven't heard from them in so long. 
but it's good to hear that at least in still, the U.S. Like, yeah, I, at least they, in the US, they have yeah. been doing some stuff, you know, worldwide, but you know, not not stuff that's been really popping up on the news feed or anything like that. Yeah, nothing like big for the U.S. But I mean, this is good. It's a start. I hope that they're back at it again because I have always had an appreciation for that band. Even though I feel like some people kind of like they're like diet a day to remember. Uh, yeah, in a way. In a way, but I think it's I think it's good. I still like it. I think they go heavier than a day to remember, but in certain areas, yeah. I think it's gonna be good. Hopefully, they're working on like at least new material or something that'd yeah. be sick. That headliner tour isn't until November, and it's it's not even like a full tour. I think it's like only like two dates, three dates. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's that's um, weird. But they said that that was going to be the last dates of them playing for the year. So November so is weird. when they're calling it for the year. So maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe new material in the works, you know, I'm not sure. But I don't get that from the standpoint of like they've been quiet for a very long time. So I don't know how how much touring they've done and that may just be a like neglect on my part for not paying attention, but it's possible. I mean, it's like how how do you like maybe tour very minimally and then work on I mean, I guess they got other lives, but it's just... Yeah, they like, have their own day-to-day lives, but maybe in between all that time, they've been writing. You know, we don't know what they're doing in their spare time. I'm just saying. I know Bad Omens is busy. I'm they've not been try- doing a lot. I'm not trying to, like, you know, call out Chunk, but I'm just feeling like they need to release something to get get me hyped, you know? Yeah, I, I feel that because I loved everything that they've released, and each time they release something, it's just getting better and better, and they're moving oh, up yeah. the ladder. So I'm hoping that, you know... You know, they're not just slowing down as a group or that they're calling it quits anytime soon. Like, you know, I really enjoy them. So I'm hoping that something new comes out from them soon. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Another band that has been getting a lot of news recently, Devil Wears Prada. They recently signed with Solid State, which is kind of crazy to me because they went they, they I think they were, they were on they were on rise they were on rise but even prior to that I think they were on like um uh what's the ferret they were on ferret first then they went to rise for a couple of years and now they're on solid no, they've State. been on rise for a while no they went on they went to they were on rise to begin with I think then they were on ferret then they went back to rise recently and then now they're on solid state I know for Rise, they, I know I'm gonna have as, to look as of, yeah, look that up, but I know that the Space EP was Rise. Yes, no, I, I know, know that. that the two new records were Rise. Correct. Um, I'm pretty sure Zombie EP was Rise. I felt like it was Ferret, but we're going to look it up. We're going to look it up right now. We don't want to give anybody um, no false information. To continue on with that, um, they're doing a 10-year tour for Roots Above, Branches Below, which is by bar none my favorite record that they've ever done yeah that's I, such a great record and i feel like a lot of people would agree with that also shouts to google for not giving me devil wears prada the band but they gave the you movie. the movie wow with glenn close right yeah i believe it's glenn close <laughs> <laughs> um but with that tour they have fit for a king on the bill which and is 68. awesome and 68. Yeah, they're both um, awesome bands. I have not really had the chance to listen to 68 that much. I know of them, um, but I've heard a lot of good things. However, Fit for a King, uh, they are fantastic. And then them being on the bill for such a great, you know, album tour 
Like, I feel like that's huge for them, especially with them dropping their newest record, which if you have not checked that out yet, I highly recommend you checking out Fit for a King's new record. Yeah, It's I was tight right. all around. I was right. So the first two, Be- Dear Love, A Beautiful Discord, and Plagues were on Rise, uh, with Roots Above, Ranches Below, and Dead Throne were on Ferret, and then 818 Tran- and Transit Blues were both on Rise. What about Zombie? Or no, no, uh, this was, no, 818 was also on ferret slash roadrunner and um i'm looking at the they actually don't have the eps on here they only have the forms. zombie is what is most important right now i know that's what i'm looking at, my dude that's one I of my favorites i am almost positive it was also on ferret because they did it right after roots so yes it was on ferret wow okay so well, i knew I, my, i'll go i'll go die now i know my i know my devil wears prada that's fine. It doesn't really matter to it, me, at least, because it's still all around great it's music. Still, yeah, <laughs> it's it, that's it's not who made the mu- what label put out the music. Yeah, because the label's not the one that put out the music; it's the band. Yes. So anyway, I'm super excited for it. Um, I might take the trek up to New York City to go see it. I want to see that tour so bad. I when do. they announced the first leg of it, and it was nowhere near here, I was upset. I was so bummed. It was terrible. However, um, Tuck from Fit for a King had mentioned that they're going to be announcing more legs of the tour yeah, I in saw 2019. That. So, like, you know, New Jersey, Philadelphia, both dates, whatever. Just get all over of here. the dates around us. All of please. the dates around us. Hint, hint. Just, you know, you know, r- solid. State. They might do some stuff, you know, worldwide too. You know, in the different That's true. countries. You know. They could come back. But, I mean, as long as I get to see it with my eyes and my ears, I'm totally okay. Um, <laughs> that, no, that's not what I'm looking at. I'm looking at what you what we wrote down on what our agenda is, which we'll get to the part where I just slammed the paper down in a second. Oh, boy. However, the one thing that I was pretty excited about that I just found out a few moments ago, the mic... Ooh, the it chair sounded just like a fart. squeaked. It sounded Sorry. like a fart. Yeah, it did. I didn't mean to do that. He I had let, Chinese let, food, but it wasn't, loose. you know... It wasn't like that, I swear. Um, Mike Shinoda's tour, Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park. Um, it was confirmed that Don Broco is going to be I'm opening. I'm so hyped. I have tickets for this show. I and do not. Me finding this out, uh, my girlfriend is the is a huge Mike Shinoda fan, huge Lincoln Park fan, and she doesn't even know this bit of information that we just found out now about Don Broco, and she loves Don Broco. So this is going to be cool. I can't wait to tell her. This is tight. This I mean, like, I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen, to be quite honest really? with you. Because um, he actually, when he did Europe, he brought Don Broco because oh, they're I obviously didn't even popular in, like, Europe and the UK. Um, Don Broco is great, by the so way. If you have not checked we've out talked Don about, Broco, We talked about them out. extensively on the last episode of the podcast. We did, because, and I'm just going to make sure that I say but it again. We, need to just make, we just need to make sure and let you know that Don Broco is the shit, and you need to go check him out. Check out their newest record called Technology. Yeah, it's out on Sharp Tones Records. Totally not a biased opinion, but it might be one of the best records of this year. So, just saying. Go out so, and see it. So that's stupid. That's stupid. Awesome. I don't know yeah, who the rest wait. who the rest of it is, but I mean, you already sold me with Mike Shinoda and like Don Broco. I mean, exactly, and it like is crazy because like you know Don Broco is a weird 
like I, I consider them alternative. They're really like they a touch real. They're like a, a weird of amalgamation of like a few different genres. Exactly, and you know, Mike Shinoda is very rap oriented. Yeah, you know, by himself at least. So like having Don Broco as an opener, like definitely will hype people up for him because like that's the opener's job. Yeah, but like I'm just like, oh, you know, that's weird that you know different genre is opening. You but know? also like they're just as good as he is. Oh, absolutely. Like. So that's gonna be sick. Also. Just saying, like, Mike Shinoda coming on to do a Don Broker check, possibly, that would be, like, hype. That would be cool. That would be so hype. You know, it's okay. Mike Shinoda, just email us at uh, soundcheck at gmail.com. You know, pay that royalty up. It's cool. No problem. <laughs> um, all right, so the reason why I slammed it down before, Polyphia and Chon track, okay? Yas. You wrote Yas. That's what the song's <laughs> called. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that no, it was the called Yas. Song I, thought, I thought you were just writing it down of like how we should react of Yas. <laughs> um, no. But yeah, there there was a- The song a, a is new, actually a, called Yas. Yeah, yeah, there's a Polyphia track called Yas, apparently. Um, Go look I, it li- up. I did listen to the track. I just didn't know that it was called that. Um, and it was featuring the homies in Chan. No pun intended. Um, oh yeah, true, because their newer album is Homie. That's I, I hate myself. Um, wow, you uh, that that just worked deep, out. Threw you under the truck <laughs> for that. Um, the track was very very good. Definitely check it out. It's a shred fest. It is shred fest. They you, add to the goat, man. They did. Polyphia claiming they're the goat, greatest, greatest of, of all, all time. time. Chan is now involved in that. Bailey's a little sleepy, so that's why I'm trying to help him out. But hey, listen, you <laughs> wouldn't even know, okay? <laughs> I'm actually holding up pretty okay. You're doing pretty well. You were like, I was pretty much falling pass, asleep in the chair when we were brainstorming, chair, yeah. and now I'm talking to people that well, good. are not existent in the room, but are going to be listening to this, and I'm all awake now. Anyway, I'm super stoked uh, for the record for Polyphia's new record. I think it's going to be really good. They have a few other tracks that they have features. Uh, Yvette from Covet is on one track, so I'm excited to hear her part because. Major homie alert. Yeah, Covet's great. Um, so I'm excited for that. Also, the tour, uh, if it comes to your city, go out and see it because I think it's going to be tight. It's Covet, Hail the Sun, and Polyphia. I think it's going to be mucho sick. Well, I'm trying not to laugh at what Bailey's doing right now. I had a piece of hair in my mouth. Shut up. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for that. I think it's going to be killer. Um, go check it out uh, when you get the chance to. And Bailey... Are we pausing for a dramatic, for dramatic effect? effect? Okay. <laughs> um, so the next bit of news, which uh, super hyped about this one, um, new Crown the Empire song. Ooh. Oh man, this was this was a good one for me. You know, like because you know, twenty twenty came out, and that song I felt was I thought it was a decent song. You know, like I I enjoyed it. You needed a you track know, that restored your faith. I wanted yes, faith exactly in, in, because in Crown. like. You know them coming out with what you know with Re- with Renegade. You know, yeah. I mean uh, Retrograde. Retrograde. My, my, yeah. my apologies. Renegades. Is there? Do they have a song that's called Renegade too? No, no? I'm okay. thinking of Jason Richardson. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, but that's Retrograde that's too. Also Retrograde well, then what's too. Renegade? I, I don't know. Oh, um, I I see stars. Yes. Yes. Digital Renegade. Digital Renegade. Um, yeah. my apologies. That's alright. So yeah, Crown. Um, you know, 2020 was great. Retrograde was a very different record. Correct. Um, yes. 
a lot of people, you know, there, there was a lot of mixed emotions on that one. Because also, also changed... there was some controversy on it, too, because apparently they said that they had gotten ghostwriters for the record. Yes. Um. So, I, just, I mean, let me just clarify. I don't have a problem with ghostwriters. I think that people should get paid for what they do, too. So, I, I feel like that's a little bit of a dig. But, um. If you have people that help you write your stuff, that's totally fine. I don't think that that's the issue. I think it's the issue that you're not admitting that to your fans. That, like, right. I mean, the thing was is that there was this one guy that was working with them, and I, I, his name escapes me at the moment. I don't but remember it either. So, the one guy where if you go to every Crown record, his name is written on all of them. He has been there as one of the main writers. It's Post Malone. With it's not Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Please try out again and Crown accept him, please. Um, I think he's a little bit too big for Crown yeah, now at this yeah, point. Yeah, now he is. Crown must beat themselves up over that now. But I think they're still homies. I've I think seen, so I've too. Seen, I've seen photos of them both hanging, all of them hanging out. So yeah. It's but a, anyway. No bad blood. The but one, anyway, the one guy that writes, you know, is, is the ghost writer. Yeah. He has ghost written with that all the records like he's just one of the writers and it's never just been like talked about so everyone kind of responded as like oh you didn't tell anybody oh you know they you know don't write their own music like no 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 no. like calm down they still write their music you know everyone should react you know so dramatically everybody needs an assist yeah sometimes you know like you you, you need it you know you got writer's block you, you know conversing with other people like if you think about it producers like you know, they look at these songs and they sometimes will take them as is. They'll make minor adjustments or sometimes they totally change the song. Yeah. You know, are you going to look at them and be like, oh, well, you know, they they wrote the majority of the song, you know, that's wrong. Like, no, it that's just the music business. So I don't give them any backlash. I think that it's just only normal. So 2020... I thought it was a great rec, you know, a great song. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it, it had a lot of, you know, cool dynamics. It was different because this was the first song with the band released without Dave. Yes. Okay, so a lot of people yeah. were like, How is this gonna go? Of course, yeah. And you know, it did deliver. Hayden, you know, screamed. Brandon now has backup vocals. You're right, I did. And, you know, Hayden screams. I wasn't exactly sold on him with that song. I'd like to hear him more. And see him develop more because you you know it yeah, takes it's, time. It's one track too, you know. Yeah. You can't always just be like, oh, this one track, like that's how he's gonna sound forever. Exactly. That that's not you know exact. But the new Crown song, "What I Am," totally blew it out of the water for me. I thought it was fantastic. There's not a single scream on it, you know, which some people might be a little bummed about. But d- dynamically, Andrew's vocals are just awesome hitting the high notes the low notes just telling the story the music video was really cool too i thought it was just a great song i think that they knew that they weren't gonna go in that direction after dave left just because like they i felt like with the the last record i really listened to him i did listen to retrograde but i'm just not a fan of it now as i was like i think i was just excited about it because it was a new crown record um and i will preface that i am not the biggest crown fan not to say that they're a bad band it's just a band that i don't follow as religiously as bailey does right um but i will say that for me it's 
it's the tracks that they've released so far. I had a feeling that they were going to go in that direction. And I had a feeling that 2020 was going to be one of those like outlier tracks where they had screaming in it a little bit just because they're like, oh, well, we don't want to lose our fans that listen to us from like, you know, the first record Limitless or like, you know, Rise of the Fallout or whatever. Um, all those records and i felt like they wanted to do them a, a service of like okay if well if we add screen a little bit of screaming in there then people will be like okay well they didn't completely get rid of screaming so for me as like kind of like a fair weather fr- fan i would say that i enjoyed the new track i like the direction that they're going in as a band i just feel like it fits more with the dynamic that they have now collectively uh, so I'm excited to see what they do next. Uh, I think they are a phenomenal band, uh, and I'm excited to see them this fall or winter with uh, Under Oath, Dance Gavin Dance, and The Plot and You. I think they're going to do super well. Yeah. Um, but the next bit of news, uh, a band that I actually just did an interview with, which will be out by the time this podcast comes out, is called Windrunner. They're a band from Vietnam. Uh, they just signed with Famined Records, uh, and they sound awesome. I showed Bailey a little clip of it, and he also yeah, saw. Cool. And he also saw it on um, Facebook, I was, believe. Yeah, I believe it was Facebook. Uh, I saw clips of them. But they're awesome. Uh, you know, I really don't get to hear a lot of like international bands here and there, especially ones that sing in English. So that's really cool. Um, I think she does. They do a phenomenal job of like incorporating like that classic sort of like you know techie metalcore stuff. So um, you know that era wave of like bands that are that, doing like, stuff. Everybody's doing now. I but, feel like everyone sounds like era now, but I'm not complaining because I love it. Yeah, I love the sound. So definitely stoked. Uh, go check out their new track, Rose. It's awesome. Um, speaking about another band that I saw on Facebook that a lot of my friends have been posting about from Canada, Vancouver. Um, Spirit Box released a new track called Perennial, um, which was the band that had the ex-vocalist from um, uh, I Wrestle, I Wrestle Bear, Bear Ones. And it's awesome. Yeah. Like, real good. Fantastic. I had heard about their band before i just never gave them a listen just because i was like oh it's i wrestle a bear once like i'm not Part really the two, big, basically, i'm not really a, yeah i'm not really a fan of it so i'm like oh boy like i might not like this but i can admit when i'm an idiot and this time i'm an idiot and a I, lot of the times you're an idiot i that's probably accurate so i'm not gonna argue with it <laughs> uh but i love this track a lot please go check it out um bailey I don't know if you have any continual no, thoughts on it. No, you hit the it. nail on the head with that one. I was, I, you know, you showed me the track and I immediately fell in love with it. I was like, wow, like this is sick. You know, I was not a, I wrestled a bear once fan. I checked them out ages ago and I was just like, you know, this isn't my thing. Yeah. You know, I'm not really big into like the, you know, the black metal, you know, type deal because that's the route that they were trying to go down. It's so it seemed. Um, but, like looking at I wrestled a bear once back then with their old vocalist, then with the newer vocalist yes. who's now in this band, Courtney. Yes, uh, Courtney. Like she definitely added a dynamic to I wrestled a bear once that made me like do a double take of like, okay, this is kind of cool. I could I could possibly get into it, but now that she's in this new band, this definitely seems more promising. 
Like I, oh, I yeah, totally definitely. see that this could blow up even bigger than what I Russell the Bear once ever was. I mean, I know they're like pretty fairly popular now, especially after the they released an EP I think last year, which I never gave a listen, but now I will yeah, definitely I didn't go. Even know they existed. That then. I will now give a thorough listen. Um, but I'm excited if this is kind of the start of new stuff from them, then I am totally down with the direction that they're going in because I think it sounds sick and you should go check it out. Um, but our main topic for tonight is Con Queso. Is no, we're talking about con salsa, queso. salsa Con Queso. That's what we're, we're talking, talking about. about salsa Con Queso, Salsa Con Queso. Anyway, Doritos, please sponsor us. Anyway, uh, so the main topic for tonight, we're going to be talking about. Speaking about bands changing their sound, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. I think that is a very divisive question, especially amongst people that are in this music scene. And even, I guess, the pop scene, any music in general. Every scene, I really. think that people always have a bad affiliation with bands that change their sound. Uh, for me, personally... I don't really care if it's music that they like to play and they enjoy playing, then who am I as a fan to be like, you shouldn't do that because I don't like it. And also, I feel like for me, um, when you're when you're listening to a band, you're like, would you really want them to record the same album like six times in a row? I don't think so. Let's be real. Like, nobody really wants that. I don't want that. Some people do, believe it or not. It's so weird. They want a cookie cutter, you know? Like, some people like that. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, this sounds like this. This is awesome, you know? But no, a lot. Of, I mean, at least for me, at least, if I'm listening to it and I'm like, wow, I heard this already. Nothing new is being brought to the table. Like, what the heck? I like to hear something new, you know? Yeah, but I think if you're being a band, you want to try to have that, like, impressive nature to, like, what you're doing. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, for me, like, when I listen to the new Plot in You, like, Dispose, I love that record. Great um, record. The last record before this, I think it was Happiness and Self-Destruction. Correct. I really enjoyed that one, too, but I didn't enjoy early plot work, like, Wife Beater, like, all those... Yeah, you I know, thought it was okay. I thought it was good stuff. I thought it was really inventful stuff. It just wasn't stuff that grabbed me. And then as they've progressed as artists and, you know, being in having different members come on or whatever, um, I think that they've really kind of found the sound that really, def like, to yeah, me is, like. like, that they like, that I like, and that, you know, I'm sure there's fans out there that are like, oh, this is an old plot new. This isn't wife beater or whatever. This isn't what I like, so... I think for me is like if even if it's like a band that remains the same, like I feel like for me, like a band that just continually does similar stuff but does it pretty well is I know I'm probably going to get some hate for it, but Wage War, I feel like they kind of keep to the same sort of stuff, but they like write it super well, like. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it depends on how you do it, you know? And they haven't even been around for that long. But yeah, they only two, have two records. They only have two records out, and I feel like, not to say that they sound the same, they just have that similar, same personality to them, and I and know... And they both rip. And they both rip. But also, at the same time, like, when you put on a Wage War record, you're like, that's what I imagine it to sound like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there is no really kind of change. Um, same with, like... Uh, maybe probably like more modern Memphis Mayfire. I would say anything after maybe like, uh, 
I, I wouldn't after say challenger. Yeah, probably after challenger, after challenger like yeah. unconditional, unconditional. The light I hold, light I hold. Was called, and yeah. then their newest records, feeling like it's gonna be in the same direction. Yeah, I don't it know. All sounds fairly similar. Um, but Maddie Mullins, one of my favorite vocalists of all time. Like I love his voice, but you have to admit they kind of write similar stuff over the past, <laughs> probably four to five to six years. Yeah, at this I point, mean, like. With with changing your sound and stuff like that, like you don't want to get stale as a musician, you know. Of course, like, you always want to change. You always want to adapt. You always want to like learn something new. You know, if you're putting out the same record, you know, twice, three times in a row, you're not really learning or like, you know, doing your job as a musician. Yeah. At least in my opinion, you know, like seeing bands totally change their sound, like you know, Bring Me the Horizon, going from a deathcore band to now like a like rock, like a you know stadium rock, rock band, yeah, hard rock, you know, and then even you know these metal bands like such as like Crown and stuff like that, yeah, yeah, even yeah. the Color Morale before yeah. they went on hiatus, they went from the metalcore you know stages and and Memphis, and now they're yeah. going more toward like the rock stages. Asking Alexandria did it too, yep. yep, you know, like so many bands did that because. They want to go where also where the money is. Yeah, I was going to say, is it also on the level of, like, accessibility? Because you find that, I find that bands that tend to go to that direction are like, okay, our song can get on Sirius, our song can get on to, like, major festivals, our songs can get on here because we are choosing to go in that direction. Exactly. Um, I think it's totally fine, again, if it's something that you like to do and it's something that really fits with what you're going for. All, all the more powder, power to you, but I also feel like, you know, for bands, like, one band that sticks out to me personally when I when I talk about, like, bands changing their sound is 100th. They did, like, a complete 180 in terms of sound. They used to be a melodic hardcore band, and then their most recent record, Rare, is, like, shoegaze, like, total opposite of what they originally sound like, and so... Granted, Same with Ice Nine. A lot of people were upset about that. Ice Nine Kills used to be a ska band. Wait, really? No joke. They That's used to wild. be like a ska band. That's crazy. All I did not know that. All the way back when they first started, and now look at them. Yeah, now they're like uh, like horrorcore. I know that. Yeah, I would I call them horrorcore in a way, but yeah, they're like metalcore. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, you you hit the nail on the head with them with all their like theatrics and stuff. Yeah, but, like th- and to go even bigger to the scale. Fallout Boy. Oh yeah. Boom, oh, right there. Dear Jesus. That that pop punk to you know, to the T. And then turning around and being pop. Like a lot of people don't like it, but it's what pays the bills at the end of the day and yeah. they wanna do it. And I also feel like they and you could say Paramore too. They yeah, Paramore went, they, definitely they definitely Absolutely. went in that direction. Or you can say like Panic at the Disco, another big Panic one. Panic at the Disco was always kinda like that though. Yeah, but I Not feel like... Not nearly as poppy, but they still had that pop element even when they had their first yeah, record. Okay, I'll, I'll, gi- I'll give that one to you. But, I mean, I also feel like with Fallout Boy, it's a little different, though. I mean, I have a personal akin to Fallout Boy because I love their music, especially... Oh, like, I love their music, too, but I cannot listen to anything new by I them. can't, no. I think, it, the, I, last, I think the last one I listened to was with um, Light It Up. I think that's what it's called. I don't know what the hell. Light them up. Yeah, Light that was uh, Save Rock and Roll. That was the last one I could listen to. I couldn't listen. I listened to one yeah, track. Yeah, the song up. featuring Elton John. Like, that That album was, you know, okay. Yes. You know, and then American Beauty Man- and American Mania. Cycle. Uh, Psycho, American Psycho. Um, that wasn't bad. The Irma Thurman song was pretty good. It was just catchy. It was catchy. Like, I don't know. I, I thought it was just poor 
songwriting on my end. I don't know. Like, I feel like... And then the new one, whatever the new one was. Mania. That, yeah, oh, that no, was bad. I, I that didn't was even so waste bad. my time. That I was not. I I lost all faith in that band after <laughs> they released that record. Even like one track off that record, I was just like, "Yeah, this is a no for me, dog." Uh, <laughs> you Randy Jackson. I Randy Jackson did. I was like excommunicated. You're definitely gonna. <laughs> you're on my no fly list here. Um, but it's. I I think you know as as a listener, you want to hear a band explore what they can do, especially if they kind of. I feel like the best bands that have the best results in doing that are ones that kind of ease into that sound. It's not immediate, like Bring Me the Horizon, which we spoke about earlier. I feel like they were able to take that sort of like rock, like, you know, that like hard rock, rock mentality after uh, this this hell or whatever. I fucking forget the name of it. It's the... Uh, no, their, their last death core record was Suicide Season. Yeah, but I'm saying when they started to move in that sort of more like... There's a the hell I've seen it. Yeah, there's a hell. There, it is. Um, there was also Sepaternal. Like I felt like they were moving in that sort of direction after this is th- there's there's a hell. After Suicide Season, that's when Sepaternal came out, mm-hmm. and Sepaternal started to go down. No, there route. is a hell. No, there is a hell came out before Sepaternal. Yes. Yes. Before Sepaternal. No, so, Suicide Season was. It was. It was Counter Blessing. Suicide Seasons. There is really? a hell. Sepaternal. Uh, that's the spirit, and then their new, I guess tr- I have the, the new album. Wrong. I feel like I'm always wrong all Teoma. the time. You always make me feel like an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just know this. I have this knowledge. I don't know. I feel like they should have like a Steve Harvey version of, uh, or Family Feud version of, uh, emo bands. I'd know the shit out of that. Um, yeah, you're right. There's a hell. Believe me, I've seen it. But yeah. I feel like that was the transitional album. And then after that, then they started going in that more like rock direction. It became like less screaming kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, because th- Ollie said it himself. He didn't want to scream anymore. He also couldn't, quite frankly. Yeah, he started to like get out of that totally. And I think what they're doing now is so good. So I'm totally okay with the change. But you know, I don't. Can you think of any bands that change that you weren't mar- particularly a fan of, excluding maybe like Fallout Boy and like the more like popular bands was there one band that like you started out listening to and you're like oh i like their stuff and then now you're like oh boy i don't like it anymore fallout boy was the main one in all honesty i i loved listening to them growing up you know I, i'm good to go i, bah, 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 bah. I still listen to their old stuff on the regular on high yeah you know um from underneath the cork tree you know, all time low kind of went like that yeah. too. But I feel like they were a steady decline, though. They like, they were steady into that. But here's the thing, Dirty Laundry, which was very poppy, mm-hmm. they they are not going back to that again. That they got signed to. I forget what label it was. They got signed to to do Dirty Laundry. Oh, really? Was it a big label? Yeah. It was like Sony or something. Something like that. Okay. I, I can't. I, I could probably. I want to make it up. you look like an idiot. Again. Um. I could look it up if you want. Yeah, please do. But it was de- it was a bigger label. They were off of Hopeless. I think it was that they were yes, originally on. That was that, and af- now was they're that, back. Was that after? Was Future that, Hearts? That was that, okay. That was yeah. so when Future Hearts they left their label. They went and did Dirty Laundry with this other label, which it it could very well be Sony. I have a f- I, for some reason when I was thinking when you said that I was thinking like it's got to be Sony or something. And then after that record, they dropped it again. They dropped Sony, and I don't know if they're back on Hopeless or if they're oh, independent it now. It was oh, Dirty Work. Was that Dirty the Work? No, there's a no. Dirty, dirty Laundry. 
there is no album called Dirty Laundry, dude. There's a track called Dirty Laundry. Okay, that I'm might be look. why I'm thinking I'm like gonna, that. I'm gonna look at the track list then. But while you continue. Now on. they have their new, uh, the new songs. I think it's like it's your birthday or something like that. And and now it's going back to like the style of Future Hearts, you know, where it's not. It's still like a little poppy, but not that bad. And it's still, you know, it has that pop punk feel. So they like tried it. It didn't really work going the whole pop route. And now they're back. And they're not doing it again because I think they realized that like not everyone enjoyed it. Yeah, going like the full like the full version of that. Like that's that's tough. I mean, like as as a band, you want to kind of continue and push that idea of things. I also still can't find that dirty laundry thing. Uh, I still think it's dirty. Oh work. my bad. It's called Last Young Renegade, and there's a song on ah, it called okay. Dirty Laundry. I totally yeah, apologize. They're on, they're on Fueled by Ramen. That's the that that was the last. They are on Fueled by Ramen because that was released last right. year. Right. Um. I don't know. It's for me, and I think I'm probably the last person as because I never really got into All Time Low, even at the hot like the high points of them being like that big band. You know, like around the time of like Hey Monday, um, Mayday Parade, like when they're all at their like peak. You know, I feel like. I'm really speaking for my age here, but um, I don't know. I, I feel like for me, I don't care if a band really kind of experiments. Um, a band that constantly experiments that I that I reference a lot in my uh, YouTube channel uh, is Bill Murray, which is Johnny Frank's side project slash band that he does um, while he, you know, obviously does his um, production work. Um, but he constantly experiments on new stuff like his last record had a lot more like electronic influence i felt like it was more uh influenced by like post malone all that sort of stuff right um i think you have something to say so i'm gonna pause my no, oh no um I'm good. Go ahead. but yeah i i think that he constantly experiments and well i might not like all of what he does i think that for me it's like as a listener i can always find something refreshing out of it because it's like oh well bill i mean johnny's doing something different he's doing something he likes and it's and you could definitely tell that it's something he spends a lot of time on i know he's actually working on another record which is like insane um but yeah, for the most part, I don't mind if a band experiments, and I think nine times out of ten, they actually do it pretty well. So, unless you're just a band that releases stuff and has that constant, like, solid following. I feel like another band that I can add to my list that is, like, always consistent, if I could give it, like, the label of Mr. Consistency, I feel like Gideon always puts out a really good record. But again, you could say that they they do the same sort of thing for any of their records that they've done. And I'm like, right. and I wouldn't argue that, but I do like what they do. So I, I feel like, you know, there are, if you want a band that will experiment, you can find that. If you want a band that's going to stay the same, you can find that too. So I think it's all about preference. And, you know, if you want to continually listen to bands that don't expand their horizon, and then there's other bands that maybe don't have do that opportunity and just keep it straightforward and have the same thing, you know? Right. It's totally cool. Totally up to what you, you know, the, the listener wants. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think it's also cool. Like, and I, I find that for me, sometimes I'll, I'll hear like people will be like, Oh, well we, we don't want to listen to our fans. You're going to write our own music, something like that. I think it's like, you should take into consideration what they do, especially cause you know, especially fans that have been around for a long time that right. know the band. I think that that's a little bit better off, but, um, 
I don't know. Like it's, it, I, I find like that that's always a confusing matter, you know? Yeah, I got you. But anyway, guys, we would love to hear what you think. So shoot us an email at audioaddictionsoundcheck at gmail.com if you have that or if you got questions for us because we, we're hurting for them questions. So please. Yeah, we need, we need something. Se- send them over. We'd love to hear what you have, what you feel like we can improve on, all that sort of stuff. If you want to sponsor us, that'd be dope. <laughs> but uh, other um, than that, next week we should be touching back up on because we we did an off week this week to talk about this spe- specific topic. Yes. But next week we're gonna get back into uh, more band etiquette stuff. Correct. Like we started last week. It, the conversation that we were having was really good, and we did actually. He- I heard a little bit of feedback on that, which was oh, cool. Really? Yeah. So good or you know, bad. We- good okay so you know going down the route of that like it, it's still you could have said bad too it's fine i could have said bad That's either fine. way any any reaction is it's better than no reaction of course and this way we can you know kind of gauge on that but we're gonna get more into that next week and we yeah. hope to have a guest at some point we're looking at some yeah if you're interested people. in trying to be a guest or come on or you know and just say whatever you know yes Definitely email us at that email. Once again, it's audioaddictionsoundcheck at gmail.com. Also, um, if you live locally, if you know us personally, I feel like yeah, that's that, a bonus. That, that would be a bonus. And please come on because we'll have a good time. We'll get some food. We'll have, it'll be like a campfire thing, you know? We'll, we'll have some heartburn together. Yeah, like well, you had, you had some heartburn. That was, I ate some Chinese that was and that, some bad Yeah, heartburn. you had some bad heartburn. I almost didn't even want to do this yeah. episode. Well, I mean, he was like half passed out, so I, yeah, I, I, he was, he was feeling it like Shulk. Feeling it. I'm really feeling it. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching the third episode. Watching? I can't, they're watching this? Watching it, listening. Sorry, I'm so used to YouTube. God, anyway. Uh, fire this man. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening in. I mean, I can't believe we're on to episode three already. I know it's only three episodes, but I think it's been going pretty well. Uh, I've really enjoyed the... I think it's going terrible. Okay. I can't wait for this to end. Sick. Awesome. I think we're going to get to five and then say, hey, we hate each other. Yeah. And we're gonna stop. You're gonna, your heartburn's going to kill you <laughs> by episode five. Uh, but yes, thank you so much for checking in. Please follow us so you know when new episodes come out. Like we said, they come out on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I've been trying to get it up on like Google Play and Apple, but it's not. It's only up on Google Podcasts currently. Um, and We're gonna the get ones. there, It'll but it's happen. gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And we will eventually try to get and it over Spotify. to Spotify. Yes, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So, so thank you so thank much you again. So much. My name is Brandon, and I'm Bailey, and this is the Sound Check. See you later, guys. <laughs>